sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome. We are here again another Tuesday morning. You've landed on Teen Sports Radio. My name is Erica Salda. I'm the queen of team. We've got a great show today. We've got a great room of co-hosts in the house today. We've got Don Sanders, Dominique Hackett, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. We've got Sherry Owens. Our guest is here. I want to keep him a secret for right now. We've got Namita with Namita's Cuisine. And then we have uh, Christine Marie with A View from the Deck and Angela Miller-Bevitt. And then, of course, who jumped in, Richard Ellsworth. And I think Dr. D is racist. I did. I did. I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, this broadcast is the day before a huge celebration. Uh, this is May 4th. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Does anybody, <laughs> does anybody know what Cinco de Mayo is? What the celebration is? It's a celebration of life. Well, yes, but the historical reference. No, we don't have Ed Langlow here today for that oh. definition. So you're going to have to fill that in. I will. Independence Day. Say again. Independence Day. Well, we will reveal that secret shortly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a secret, I guess, within a secret. All right, but we got a big show today. Uh, Dominique is going to do the reveal on the guests. But what I like to do always is to give a little... Love to um, nonprofits in this community. That's what Teen Sports Radio is. It's a community show, and any nonprofit that helps our teens, our teen athletes, uh, we need to recognize. Uh, and we do that with complimentary uh, programming and complimentary commercials, which we've been doing now for over 11 years. If you haven't caught our 11th birthday show, take some time and look at it. That's up on SoundCloud right now. It was a great show. Richard, thank you so much. We had, it was like one of my most favorite shows. Thank you. Which was basically just a compiling of segments throughout the year. Uh, but let's not waste any time to represent uh, Braille. We have Angela Miller Bevin and we have Richard Ellsworth in the house. How are you guys doing? Good. What's a happening at Braille? I heard there's some movement on helping to support our youth. Yeah, we are um, going to be bringing back our youth program, which is really, really exciting to me. And um, we haven't had it for about two or three years. So we'll be bringing that back. Um, right now, we're still not back in our facility, but we are getting, we're gearing up and getting all the rooms ready and getting everything all set up for them. And we're going to be hiring a new youth instructor. So Richard won't be the new instructor anymore at the Braille. He'll have to compete with another new instructor. <laughs> That's a new new. <laughs> but we so, are, we're, we're working hard and um, Richard's been working hard at getting um, his classroom ready. So we're excited. Nice. Yeah, I remember back years and years and years ago, and I haven't seen it. I swim over at this is Monte. They're doing a restoration of their pool right now, but it should be open in the next three to four weeks. And I used to love it when the Braille kids used to come over, uh, well, just sided children uh, 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 with Braille and having the Braille support that swimming program. Are you going to bring that back into uh, life again? You know, that's going to be 
um, a question of the curriculum is changing. The goal of the Braille is to help people become independent. So um, with that said, swimming could possibly come back. It's going to be a new curriculum, but it's really exciting. There's about a thousand kids in the Santa Barbara County, north and south, that are visually impaired and or blind. And so we have a huge group of youth that um, need our help. And we also are working very closely with uh, the school district. So with SELPA, um, the North and South County are just amazing right now that they're partnering with us and we're gonna be able to provide, you know, they'll be getting the information to the kids. So the programs with Braille will be after school um, classes and then also Saturday classes. So they'll have their instruction in school or remotely, and then they'll get to come to the Braille for different things, which is great because the isolation for them is um, really difficult. And so this gives them the opportunity to be around just lots of people that are visually impaired. And it's not just kids, it's also older people. So it's a great community and social um, something socially that they need so much right now. So we're excited to be coming back and we're also going to be expanding our library in the next couple months um, so that there's going to have a lot more technology, but also a special Braille um, library because we're very fortunate to have one of the best Braille teachers working <laughs> And that's Dominique. She teaches on <laughs> Braille, and she's even teaching Richard Braille right now, which is really awesome. <laughs> so, I grew up with two blind siblings. I mean, uh, you have so much to share to people about uh, making life more enjoyable, being around someone who's visually impaired. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, um, it, it really has been such an amazing experience so far, and it. It really feels like I've I've had this this entire you know growing up experience that has led me to, to having this opportunity that just magically uh, appeared and um, it's just been really exciting um, since I started all of the advances that we've made going forward and um, learning Braille has has helped me to be able to relate to my siblings better and um, re relate to others better as well and it's. It's uh, really fantastic, and, and everything that we're doing is um, really just amazing. Well, you're also a trained chef, so do you think that's going to be folded into the curriculum for kids, cooking? I, I hope so. I can't imagine why not. Angela? <laughs> yeah, Angela? <laughs> um, yes, definitely. We have a, a state-of-the-art commercial kitchen here, which is beautiful, and Richard's going to be teaching um, – cooking classes, but also healthy living and different things. And we will definitely be incorporating Richard's talents. Um, and I'm also hoping that with the youth that we're able to utilize our, um, our music room where, you know, there's strings and violins and uh, guitars and, and different instruments that um, we're very fortunate Richard has the ability to help us with that. So Richard will probably never leave the Braille Institute again. Richard, Richard, <laughs> Richard wants a race. Today. Richard wants a race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, Richard was a race. <laughs> <laughs> we all. <laughs> all right. 
Erica, cut that out. (laughs) um, How do parents reach out to the Braille Institute to connect up with you? How do they connect? So it's really easy. It's brailleinstitute.org and then we're slash Santa Barbara. But if you don't remember that part, if you just go to Braille, you Google Braille, you can go down on the left-hand side of the homepage and it has the link for Santa Barbara. Um, Or you can contact me and uh, my cell number is 805-331-6161. And I don't ever mind giving out my cell number because I'm very passionate about what we're doing. And, um, you know, I love connecting with the community members and this youth program is going to be amazing. Um, And I just wanted to say one one little quick last thing is that I hope you guys tune in the next couple of weeks because I'm planning on having uh, my son's FNL youth football team who Teen Sport Radio was a sponsor of in the past. And they went on, they went on to become a division champ. And right now they are on track. They have won every single game so far. They're going to come on Teen Sport so that you guys can get Stacked! <laughs> Stacked! <laughs> Recruiting! <laughs> Recruiting violation! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's so you can have good luck. You're going to put, their, you're going to put your good luck on them. So well, I think to do with Teen Sports Radio. We're the undefeated. Okay. Well, I we know. have... We have Sherry Owens with us, and Sherry Owens is also learning grade two Braille. Sherry, do you want to talk about your most current uh, aha moment in reading your Braille? I've had so many. Which one? (laughs) The one about uh, taking a walk before you read. Oh, yeah. So so it helps. I mean, it's... So I I was... I, I felt like a rock star reading Braille about a week ago, and you know, you asked me like, well, what'd you do before? And I said, oh, I went with Martinez. We went and got coffee and I just got in the house on time to read Braille. And so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I did it again. She's like, well, why don't you start doing that? And I'm like, okay. So I did it again a few, what, yesterday, right? Before we read Braille. And um, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I read so much better. So, so there has to be something to this. So um, I think I'm definitely going to work that in before I, I read, I, I, I read Braille with you. Um, no, you but, get your heart rate up, great. you know, you get your, uh, everything gets fired up, you know, and how could you not want to talk to Dominique for an hour? I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. And, and, you know, and then I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean Niagara Falls stopped falling? Um, you know, so, so, um, I actually retained it, 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 which was, which was, uh, which was great, which was, I think probably one of the first times I actually was able to read and actually retain when I was reading rather than worry about exactly what the braille letters were. So it was, it was good. All right. We got a minute left and I want you to do, we're going to, right after break, we're going to, uh, meet our guest. Yes. And you want to introduce your guest now? Or you want to wait till break? Uh, sure. Now. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. A- after break, we will have a guest, Joey Moore, who is a son of barbarian, but is now, uh, living up in San Francisco. And Joey is a circus artist and also chef. And we have some wonderful questions for Joey. <laughs> this is a good story. I was very blessed to have him over 
uh, with your cousin. Yeah, and it was fascinating. And I, I, I'm nudging, not meaning, ask him on the show, ask him on the show. <laughs> and then, I mean, she doesn't do it. I know what, what's the stoppage here? Okay, <laughs> this is perfect. We like going right up to the edge on T Sports Radio, and this show is definitely going to do it. So uh, let's not wait any longer. We've got some new commercials in the hopper. Uh, let's take a little break. Erica Salda will back with Joey after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. All right, before we get to Joey, let's uh, the million dollar question here answer. I need the answer to Cinco de Mayo. Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. There you go. And actually, it's not a, the million dollar question. It's more along the lines of a, uh, a, a, a jug margarita. That's what it would be. <laughs> All right. Cinco de Mayo. Somebody said earlier that it was Span- uh, Mexican independence. I hate to uh, break it to you, but it has nothing to do with Mexican independence. Uh, basically, it's the 5th of May. Uh, also known, uh, it's also called the Anniversary of the Battle of Pueblo. It's a holiday celebrated in parts of Mexico and the United States in honor of a military victory in 1862 over the French forces of Napoleon III. Nice. Well, I think you should memorize that. Ed's not here, but when he goes to Harry's next time. There you go. uh, All right. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) We wanted to get that that information out because that's what this show is. The community hour. All right. You always learn here. All right. So let's learn about Joey. Hi, Joey. (laughs) So remind me, um, where did you uh, start off in school in Santa Barbara? Did you go to Santa Barbara Middle School or did you go to San Marcos? Uh, I went to elementary school in Santa Barbara. I went to Adams, and then we moved to Goleta. So I went to Goleta Valley Junior High and Dos Pueblos. Nice. And what made you, uh, I heard first you headed into uh, the food industry. Is that what happened after high school? Uh, That is correct. I moved to San Francisco to start working in kitchens and... uh, I did. I did very well. I was. I was a chef in fine dining for about fifteen years around the city. I heard that you would go in the kitchen and stay in there for like eleven hours and produce just amazing dishes. That is also true. <laughs> humble. I like humble chefs. That's good. Well, uh, Richard. <laughs> Yeah, is also a chef, and he's got some wild chef experiences. He experienced uh, cooking in Ireland. Oh, that's that. That sounds like full of stories. Yeah, I'm get, anywhere you go, you're gonna have some, and work in a kitchen, you're gonna have some pretty great stories. A different world for sure. <laughs> yeah. What was what was your when you were a chef? What was your favorite favorite cuisine to you know create masterpieces in? Um, that's a really tough question for me, which I, I, I get it a lot. Um, 
I didn't go to culinary school, so I educated myself by working for about like one to two years in uh, a lot of different types of restaurants. So I like spent a, two years in Italian and then a year in Asian and a year in Mediterranean. And um, so I'm very good at a lot of things. It was um, funny because I Googled chef because when people call, say chef, chef, my, my, um, my ex graduated from culinary school and he worked his way up and chef was like a title, just like anything else. But then I read this um, thing all about a chef. And if you're self-taught, you're still a chef. So I was always like, Oh, you got to go to school to say that you're a chef. Well, that's just not true. And I was, I, I like learning from myself because I'm the one that sets myself up for big fail. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you can't call yourself a chef. What school did you graduate from? And then I'm reading all these things. And now well, I look can- at all the you can graduate from school and still not be a chef. There's a very, very clear difference between a chef and a cook. Right. And I was yeah, not a chef for a long chefs, time. Yeah, there's all different levels of, of what you're yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah, and training sous chefs, blah 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 blah. I get it. So what's this what's the story of your crowning moment when you realized you moved from cook to chef, Joey? Uh my title changed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, like, so you know, uh, when you when you're a cook, everybody in the restaurant calls you by your name. When you're a chef, people call you chef. Right. Nice. That becomes your name. Yes, chef. I like that. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> everybody dreams when you're a kid of running off to join a circus, and and you you did. I mean, tell us how did you yeah. fall into being a circus performer? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a, it's a funny story, right? That I would run off and join the circus. It's like, <laughs> um, my, it, my, my story is a little bit unique. I, I think people are like, wow, that's, I never would have heard. Anyway, um, so as, as everyone knows, working in a restaurant is a really brutal, fast-paced industry, and a lot of people end up in um, not great positions, in, including myself. I ended up in rehab, um, and towards, towards the end of, of my cooking and drinking career, I, I was looking around for different things to do to, like, help myself help myself get myself together um so I, I thought if i did something more active um and was able to build a new friend group that wasn't quite so industry that maybe i would um drink less really uh but I wasn't interested in like going to a box gym because those are boring. I have really loose joints, so I couldn't really hit things like kickboxing. Or um, So I came across flying trapeze, and I took a flying tra- trapeze class, and I did not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I like quit my career in I, I didn't quit right away I you know I spent a couple months in rehab I went and um worked at a at a little store for a while until I had enough experience to start teaching circus and make some money performing 
and just kind of smoothed into a, a different career path. That is so cool. Do you want to take a, we'll take a little break and we'll come right back. We've got a whole bunch of questions for you because your journey is a really beautiful one. Let's do it. All right, it's Erica right. Salt of the Community Team. We'll be back with a lot with more with Joey after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, we're back with Joey the Tiger, okay, a trapeze artist, a chef. Uh, DNA related to you, right? Yeah, well, uh, related no. as in, I wish I could have adopted you when, you when you were a kid, Joey. I wanted you and your sister, Vina, and your parents to live in our house. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I wanted you to adopt me. <laughs> for that. that's beautiful okay so the million dollar question we always call this word million so worth a trillion um would you say that the circus joey basically when you jumped into the circus because anybody that knows the circus and the people that work at the circus we've actually through a relationship with dominique's mom's partner was very involved in the circus so we got circus to meet vargas. Cir- circus vargas so we got to meet a lot of circus uh, uh employees, artists, artists. And it's what I love about the whole thing about the circus is they're basically the most authentic beings that you could ever meet in your whole life. A variety, a chain of people. It is a it is a rainbow of people and you could actually be who you want to be. So uh, let's get into that. Do you think that the circus basically brought you out to be as the most Did you find your tribe? Yeah, you found your tribe and you got to be the most authentic Joey that you could possibly be. And maybe you can go into detail on that. Um, I think I've been the most authentic me my entire life that I've got it. I'm one of those. I, I feel like some people are having easier time at kind of like holding back on certain aspects of who they are. I didn't feel like that was an option. Like I'm very loud um, as, as far as who I am. And I, it's, not been easy to to live that way uh but that does mean that throughout my life in whatever aspect of of living i happen to be i find my tribe circus is another one of them which was you know a pretty easy obvious choice has historically circus is there for freaks and weirdos right Well, and it, I, um, in San Francisco, I kind of, I blend. <laughs> <laughs> so my son, Aiden, um, really let our family know that he was experiencing uh, being uh, masculine inside of his body, although his physical body was feminine. 
when did you let your family know that you were having, uh, uh, did you experience dysphoria? I mean, you were having a different experience than what uh, traditionally people would expect you'd have an experience as being in a body. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit, Joey? Um, sure. I, um, I guess I, I didn't talk to my family about being trans for a really long time. You know, I came out to them as queer when I was like 17 or 18 or something. And um, I, I, have obviously always been trans, but growing up, I, I, fe I feel like I, I was rather secluded. It was, it was, you know, 40 years ago ish. So, um, there wasn't, times. I, I didn't know any queer people. There weren't any queer people in Santa Barbara. There weren't any queer people on television. I, I just didn't know what was happening. Um, so it wasn't until I started hanging out, um with the queer student union at ucsb even though i didn't go to college there i just started hanging out with that that was the only queers i could find when i was like 18. Mm -hmm. um and as, as soon as i found out that being transgender was a thing i was like oh my god everything makes so much more sense but that you know i would like pretty much just come out to my parents stuff as like it, it just felt like too much to for me to talk about as well as put on them right away so we kind of just never talked about it i mean it was pretty clear um you know occasionally my mom or dad would like make a hint towards it um <laughs> but like i don't think i actually was like this is what is going like you guys know this is what's going on like can you please respect my choices and they were like oh yeah okay <laughs> So I, in a lot of ways, it was easier to just not talk about it for a while. I, you know, it's really encouraging for people now that uh, more and more of society is realizing, wow, there's a whole fluidity of an experience inside of a human body. And however someone is experiencing life, our job is to love and validate what they're experiencing. And so... Um, I am just so delighted. Every time I see you, I just ah, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> I love you so much, Joey. You've got, a, <laughs> you've got a following of people that that watch you on Facebook, and then you do circus acts in the park, right? Tell us a little bit. What what are you doing right now, especially in this time of COVID? That's a fun question. Right now, um, I started I started a company called Circus Pop Ups to try to get live performance back in the world. And um, we just had our launch event on World Circus Day, which was on Saturday. Um, throughout, throughout the pandemic, I've been, as gyms have been closed, I've been running around the city, finding like bridges and trees to hang off of and train. And that's kind of all come together in this way where um, we got a little bit of a grant and we don't really advertise what we're doing because it's pretty illegal to like hang people off trees. Um, so we're, we're just, we're, it's called pop-ups because we just kind of pop up in a very, very public, well-known area of San Francisco and put on a, a circus show. 
um, so with so we're, this, we're pairing say, artists with live musicians. Oh, okay. Nice. nice. So, so this on is Saturday, this yeah. organized like with permits and stuff, or you're just going to get arrested if you get arrested. <laughs> I don't just ask you. No one's going to. No, there's I definitely don't know. no permits involved. It is 100 oh, percent okay. legal. <laughs> yeah, but it's um, real. But I don't expect anybody to get arrested. Uh, I'm pretty sure the most anybody is going to do is just tell us to stop what we're doing. Joey, come down. Come down right now. Sure you're not supposed to do that. I know people probably look at you and go, are you really allowed to? <laughs> no, I don't even know. I don't think anybody really cares all that much. Everyone was pretty, pretty jazzed just to, to see some live circus. You know, there's aerialists and live musicians. We had some clowns wandering around. It was, it was pretty exciting. I'm event. so sad I don't live up there because that would be right up my tree of things <laughs> I would like to do. Yeah. You need to come, come down out. to Alice Park. Six more events coming. It's a five and a nice. half hour event. Nice. Well, um, I've had an uh, an odd experience of actually uh, taking some pole dancing classes and uh, for exercise. And I have to say, working with your own body weight is a really a thrilling experience. Can you talk a little bit about Joey? Because you you're doing work not only on trapeze, but you're also using cloth too, right? Uh, no, I do aerial straps, which is uh, very different from what do, but still a, a body weight aerial apparatus, um, which requires a tremendous amount of strength. Um, part of what's so been you- really a blessing and fascinating for someone who's been so detached from being in their body their entire life is to create this mind-body connection and get these parts to do things that they don't want to do. You know, like all of your strength is in your arm trying to do this thing and you're trying to tell your foot to go a direction that it want, doesn't want to go. It's brilliant. <laughs> you out of your head. You're like, you know, you're not thinking about what you're making for dinner or stressing about really anything. You're, you're, you're really in focused in the present moment. Don's got a yeah. question for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious how what what validated you like you know you said your parents are on a certain course you were on a certain course and and you didn't have access to the resources that you found later and so what was it that that allowed you say once you got into the cooking and you thought well there's some self destructive uh, elements here I want to do something more with my body I want to regain my health what validated you or what nurtured you into making that shift so that you could open up a new area, you know, getting into the performing arts. Good question, Don. Um, I'm not sure that there was validation so much as determination. It felt good in your body though. Um, it felt good to not be in my head. Nice. Yeah. The, the, the feeling good about being in my body came later. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's one thing we don't get a chance to talk enough about. And um, we do embrace on Teen Sports Radio mental mental health. It's like uh, we don't realize how much our friends and neighbors may be experiencing self-talk, self-conversations 
that aren't leading to happiness. Mm. And um, it's, a, it's a hard thing to spot. It's a hard thing to interact with and even know what to say. But um, it's really cool to see all the different avenues people take to make a happier life. And Joey, I love the fact that you've, you're embracing a mind-body connection that puts you in the present. All right, so let's do this. Look, we got the smushy. See, I can see what you're doing. <laughs> when we get back, first question up. Yeah, he's been doing googie face. First question up is for, with Richard Ellsworth and then Sherry. And then we're going to Angela Miller Bevan right after these messages. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Richard Ellsworth with the Braille Institute. Um, I have a couple of, of questions that are sort of related to, to health and, and the physical body, which are, are kind of uh, what I focus on. Um, my background in culinary arts really got me into nutrition and using nutrition as a means of healing the body. And I, I was listening to you talk and you were talking a lot about, um, you know, trees and, and interacting in, in nature and using that as kind of a, a platform for um, uh, acrobatics and, and such. And a lot of uh, research has, has shown that um, interacting in that way with our environment, you know, like hand over hand types of activities and swinging and jumping, that those sort of things engage our, our primitive muscles in our body and that a lot of people don't use those, and that by engaging them, we're sort of bridging the gap in our physical bodies with our, our evolved state now, and that, that previous state that we were in, and that actually that leads to a certain amount of longevity. So I was wondering what changes you may have experienced in your physical body since getting um, involved in, in circus stuff, if there has been, I don't know, maybe an increase in, in energy, or whether you feel more youthful in, in some way, or... Um, along those lines. Well, now that was a power. That's why I have Richard start start all second. I'm intrigued. Good question, Richard. Good. No, I mean it, it makes so much sense. I've always kind of seen circus as as like adult play. Like you you watch kids on a playground, and they're in a different world, right? And as you as you age, become an adult, you you lose that ability to just like check out of your brain and like go into playtime with which I, I think circus does. I think probably a lot of sports do that for people, which is, you know, why, why it's so good for mental health. Um, as far as changes in my body, I, I definitely feel like I have a lot more energy. Um, I got really ripped. <laughs> it's like, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't go into circus to like, you know, um, 
develop all these muscles it just kind of happened and it's kind of a um I, I don't always realize that they're there. They kind of catch me by surprise sometimes, but um, it definitely makes it easier to move through the world, like just being stronger. Mm -hmm. um, I, nice. I feel like I'm able to accomplish more. Nice. Joey, you don't get a day off, do you? You, you must condition every day? Um, at least five days a week. I try to take two rest days in a row. It doesn't always happen, but I train for about three or four hours a day. Sometimes more like three to three to five hours a day, somewhere in between. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You know, then, you know other things that don't really count. Like I don't get to count dance as part of training because it's legs. <laughs> So I get to do that on my rest day. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I know uh, Sherry Owens does. Uh, Sherry, do you do boxing? What What are you doing? Well, it's like a rock steady boxing. It's not too. It's not too crazy. But I, Joey, I, I mean, I think your story is wonderful. I think that whoever listens to it, it you're definitely going to have an impact on them. Um, I completely relate to the issue of how you want to get out of your head and how sports helps you with that. I used to be a power lifter and it was the same concept of when you have yeah. all this weight, when you have all this weight over you, that's all you're really thinking about at that moment. So, so I, I completely get it. And I, I, I love your story and I think it's very powerful. And I'm so happy that, that Dominique and, and Erica and they had you on the show today. It was, it was, it was lovely to listen to your story. Thank you. Nice. Somebody get something out of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, it's all it takes one person to make a difference on one life. That's it. That's a mis that's ministry right there in itself. Angela. Oh, oh, unmute. Unmute. Uh, unmute. That's okay. <laughs> that's that little button you got to push to start talking. <laughs> but you just said my name, so I'm going to say my name again. So just in okay. case anyone missed it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Angela with the Braille. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. I uh, I wanted to ask. You had said that you know you're five hours away, but and it's all secretive. But what if I did want to come up there and see it? Would you be able to like <laughs> slip me a little hint, like send me a text, or you be can like, follow? Because if I drove five hours and I had to drive around the town, I wouldn't be able to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can tell you that there's going to be an event every weekend for the next six weeks. And if you follow at circus pop-ups on Instagram or circus pop-ups on Facebook, um, dates and locations will be released the week before. Road nice. Trip. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> I am so, and I just want to, I want to thank you because, um, you know, your story is a lot has some things that that my own son has gone through and it was um a challenging time and it was so beautiful to see a child that I love so much blossom when he did share it with his parent with but with my husband and myself and the rest of the family so you're a beautiful person and uh it's you know your parents are lucky to have you I agree. Oh, <laughs> this is one of those 
that's just one of those kumbaya. <laughs> we need somebody to sing now. So, Joey, can you say the thought of being a circus artist? Uh, how do you get started? You take a class. Took a class. <laughs> I mean, it's really I see, simple I do, as I that. If you're, if you're confused about... Like if you're interested in circus, but you're like, I don't know if I want to do hoop or trapeze or tissue. Like there, there's so many different things to try. Uh, you could try taking uh, most most circus gyms will have some sort of like mixed aerials class where you can go in and like put your hands on different things. And in my experience, just putting your hands on one of the things, just like hanging off of something, it tends to speak to you. Like yeah. oh, I have no interest in this long hanging rope thing boring <laughs> you know you put your hand on a hoop and you're like i want to spin on this forever yeah oh it was, that, that, it was kind of that clear i've heard a lot of people say the same thing there's a place here in santa barbara santa barbara trapeze and it's at earl warren showgrounds and i'd like to give a shout out to them because my son did experience the trapeze and it he's 14 and it was i thought he would hate it and he absolutely loved it like it was the funniest thing to watch, but you can go to Santa Barbara Trapeze and at least try that. Nice. Great job. Let's take a yeah, little break. It's, I, think, I think it's a little, I think it's wonderful that they, they put a rig up at Earl Warren Showgrounds. Like it's a very underutilized space. I feel like there should also be a circus school in Santa Barbara. So you can be like, Oh, that was amazing. I want to do more circus things. Then you're like, Hmm. I think there's one in Ventura. Um, there, there is a there's like an aerial dance. There's some some aerial dance school that uh, I kind of crashed a class at during one of my visits home one time, which was hilarious. It was like me and in I think it was like a hammock. They were doing hammock that day. Like you you enroll for the whole session. It seems like. Um, but they let me just drop into this one class and it was me and like 14, maybe 14 year old girls who all looked like ballerinas. <laughs> um, nice. It was pretty funny. I had a great time. And they, I actually utilized them. They performed for one of my events that I had. Wonderful. Yeah. Nice. So it was really fun. Awesome. All right. We'll get some more with Joe. Joey the Tiger, and maybe he can, uh, maybe it's too early, maybe not. We'll find out when his next pop-up is right after these messages. Our teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, we're with Joey the Tiger. If you just joined us, you're late, okay? You can catch the show, though, later on this evening at 11 o'clock. It's been a great time. Uh, Joey, is it up? I know it's secret, but 
you know, you are on Team Sports Radio. We are at Santa Barbara. We need to make plans. If we're so this will be that. the uh, first week of May. Yeah, if, if uh, this is already the first week of May. So for week two of May, can you get the location? And week three, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that's not an okay thing. <laughs> maybe just one. Please. Well, it's, it's not quite May yet. It's still April. And our next event will be on May 2nd. And okay, there will so be an event nice. Perfect. Nice. So the best way to find out is Instagram, Instagram or uh, friend you on Facebook. And that's under your name, right? Or what no, no. did I do? Say it again, Joey. Circus pop-ups. Circus pop-ups. pop-ups. Okay, great. On Facebook. Circus, Look for Circus, Circus pop-ups. pop-ups. Okay, excellent. Great. We got a minute. Don, what do you close the show, baby? Yeah, so as I'm listening today, it reminds me of something I'm going to call the renaissance gene. It's like busting out of boxes that we put ourselves in or that society puts us in is always a fascination to me. It's one of the reasons I like to do massage and body work because people may get constrained by what they've done and they need to get back to a baseline where they can explore new possibilities. And so like, you know, we're talking Da Vinci's and Goethe, like the, uh, you know, uh, 18th, 19th century philosopher, playwright, novelist, scientist, statesman, theater director, critic, amateur artist, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, rather than let somebody put limits on us, we need to be able to get out outside of those boxes and hopefully not do it to ourselves either. And he had a, uh, a piece of writing he called Until One Is Committed, saying that when you commit to something, you've got all kinds of things that will come to your aid that you never would have foreseen. And he said, whatever you can do or dream of doing, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Woo! Love it. Loved you, John. Love you, Joey the Tiger. Thank you all, co-hosts. God bless. Hey, let's smile throughout the week. See you next week. Oh, wow.